Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. This podcast is a part of the Dragon Suplex Podcast Network. Find us wherever you get your podcasts and visit us at chopskicksandnearfalls.com for daily articles about wrestling from around the globe. Hello ladies, gentlemen and everybody inside and outside of the gender spectrum and welcome back to Stardom Quest, the best weekly Stardom podcast anywhere in the world. I'm as always Alex and I am joined once again by Dylan. Hi Dylan. It feels so good to be back on Stardom Quest, uh, much to the chagrin of some, but much to the pleasure of others. Hello, I am of course Dylan Murray. Um, I was off last week because I was moving. Um, funny thing, didn't actually move. Um, there was a, an issue with our with with like a payment thing, so uh, oh. no, nobody got to move. So I'm going to move next week, but it's fine. I, I will be on the podcast next week. I will just struggle through it. Um, life is pain eternally, but you know it, it it happens. It was also my birthday, so happy birthday to me, of course. And thank you to Scott for shouting me out last week as well. Um, I listened to some of it. You guys did good. <laughs> yeah. Um, actually, now that you mention it, um, some of the recordings recently, for whatever reason have been kind of ass um i think it's craig's fault because like when when me and scott and even me and you two weeks ago like we talk normally but like craig is picking up the other person on a delay so it's almost as if like we're overlapping with each other but that never happened that never actually happened craig is just like off so um hopefully that isn't going to be a constant issue because that means that i either Either the podcast sounds bad or I have to like go through, you know, uh, phrase by phrase to make sure that there's no overlap, which is obviously a bit of a pain. So um, fingers crossed here. I did have to like edit last week's twice to make it sound okay. So um, hopefully that doesn't have to happen this time. Yeah, hope for the best as always. But yeah, it's, you know, technology is stupid. Very. Um. Speaking of technology, we have uh, no reviews this week. Uh, so Dylan, your your ego is spared. Um, Wait, what? Yeah, I'm yeah. surprised. Yeah, uh, I thought talking oh. about it would make us get more, but then nobody did. It's so. It says that there's four now. I don't know if if one of them was if it was the original hidden one from, but no, because we have two five star reviews. It says we have two five star and two three star. It says we have four. Okay. We've already reviewed three of them. But I don't know if we are just if it's just. No, we we've stupid. talked about four. Oh, have we? I feel like I've I've only there's only been one positive review, and it was uh, 
why I was absent. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think that person, whoever gave us the the second five, didn't comment because it does oh, show okay. up on the rating thing, but there is no okay. comment. Like there, there is one comment that was a two star that hasn't been accepted by Apple for some reason. Um, oh Jesus! That was the one that I read out that dragged you. I think it was. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't remember who it was now. It was one of the original ones, anyway. But that one just didn't register on um on Apple. But Apple did register a five star one that I haven't seen. So, uh, fair, fair. Well, thank you to whoever gave a five star review. And as always, you guys can go leave uh, your opinions, your thoughts and opinions on Apple Podcasts. Uh, if you want to give your worded reviews, um, if you want to just give some some stars like like Meltzer, um, you can go on Spotify and also give a a, a star rating. Please be positive. Um, you don't have to be, but it would make us feel a lot better than the alternative. So yes. Go check that out. Indeed. Um, right, so getting into the show, uh, we do have a bit of news. Uh, Himeka mysteriously missed the last two shows. So um, like during the show, the first show, uh, everybody was like, I don't think this match was supposed to happen because it was a three-way involving Unagi. And everybody was like, that, that isn't correct. And then... Stardom didn't really say anything, but apparently in the venue they announced that she would be missing the show due to the physical condition line. So instantly, as a, as a bit of a veteran of this as of this situation, I got flashbacks to Arisa Hoshiki just like disappearing and getting the physical <clears throat> condition line. So I was very worried. Uh, they did mysteriously then change the card for the next day and like didn't announce it they just changed their website and like never made mention of it they pulled him from that card too and so i was like they're being very sneaky about this which again uh kind of worried me because that's usually what they do when somebody's hurt uh pretty badly but then they announced the card today for the corkin show on the first and Himeka is on that so fingers crossed i guess yeah i like I like at first I was also very worried because uh, poor physical condition can mean literally anything from, uh, mm-hmm. you know, they have broken their neck to their boyfriend doesn't want them to wrestle anymore. Um, according to Sonny, I'm, that that's not a that's not firsthand. That's that's besides the point. Um, it could it means literally everything. Uh, as Sonny told us that it means uh, it it it's literally just the number one excuse for any random thing that occurs in any personal life of a of a wrestler um but i was sort of like you know i follow her on instagram and she was posting a lot of instagram stories about like i'm sorry if i made you guys worry i'm fine i'll be back soon you know it's it's not as bad as like it's like don't freak out so i was kind of like okay i will believe you i will trust you and if she is ba- if she is scheduled to be back uh this coming weekend then that's that's good you know um so yeah, uh, I'm not too worried, but she was missed on these two shows. Um, I did go back and watch those matches from last week that uh, you and Scott reviewed, um, and they were good. I thought the Aphrodite versus Miami match was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I I was kind of like high on Jumbo. I'm always high on Jumbo, but I was kind of like excited you know, to watch her because I thought she really, did really good in that match. Um, so it was a shame she wasn't on these ones. Very much so. And speaking of that, February 1st, Corkin, um, Starlight Kid is defending the high-speed belt against Natsupoy in the main event of that show. So that's the real kind of marquee match. Uh, My Sakurai is in the semi-main, and they seem to be doing something with her and the Angels. So 
I think the the key matches here will be the high speed title match and then the next step in whatever is happening with with my Sakurai. So I'll be yeah, the tabs on the, the high speed title match probably like leads to a confirmed date for the artist belts match because mm-hmm. I feel like that's sort of where they're heading more so than in any uh, high speed function. But yeah, that's it's a strange match to just sort of make. But I mean, you know. Pads out nobody the else. <laughs> there's there's literally nobody else. Yeah. Yeah. Um well, you know. Yeah, I assume the Yeah, hopefully. Um but I assume the, the artist belt will be on the, the February pay per view, the Nagayoka or whatever it is. Yeah, I don't know what it is, but it probably will be. Um if it's not, it's probably on a cork and sometime pretty soon or on a big show. Mm-hmm. Or like a you know, a B show, I guess it would be called nowadays, uh, you know. Like an Osaka show or something, but yeah, I'm excited for that that trios match. I think Young OED could do some good stuff uh, together. Definitely. Um, all right, so that's the only bit of news that um, will not come up anyway. So I think oh, we should um, get right into it. Kind of news for Stardom, but not really for Stardom. Um, Natsu Samire has confirmed that she does have intentions to return uh, to wrestling. So for anybody mm-hmm. who is is an old head who misses the good old days, just like me. Um, yeah, that's, that's really exciting and it's, it's very comforting and I'm very happy that she feels comfortable in possibly making a return to the ring in any fashion. Cause she is genuinely one of the best comedy wrestlers of this generation. I know it's a bit of a hyperbolic statement to some, but I think that she's just incredible when it comes to comedy wrestling. She's just on our level. So happy to, I'm excited to see if she comes back, uh, anywhere. Um, probably not stardom, but maybe stardom. Who knows? Doesn't seem like stardom. Yeah, anyway. no. Um, maybe she'll do a produce show again. That might be. That's why I imagine. Or has to be. I think PPP Tokyo used to use her. I can't remember. But um, there's a few options there for for Natsu. Um, but yeah, if uh, she comes back to stardom, that will be cool. But for now, we should get on to the review section. Hmm. Um, so the first show to review was on January twenty second. Uh, this is in. Matsumoto, they did 304 fans here. In the opener, Saki Kashima beat Wakasukiyama. Um That was certainly a match. I didn't watch it. Okay, um, that's good. Um, the next match was Koguma beating Mai Sakurai and Unagi Sayaka. I did want to watch this one, but I got lost on time. Oh, mm-hmm. it, it looked funny. Like and I saw and yes. I saw the tail end of it that Kokomo won because I watched on the on the like full show thing because I just mm-hmm. felt like it and I saw that Kokomo won and she was like really happy about it so I was like you know what good for her I'm, I'm proud of her I'm happy for her so yeah shout out Kokomo yeah shout out to Bear I love the Bear yeah um the next Zuki doesn't then... care about bears though oh very very sad um speaking of Zuki she was in the next match it was her and Mayu Iwatani beating Mina Shirakawa and Tam Nakano um yeah so I did I watched this one I I watched this one you did that's good so did I um I I thought this was good um like obviously they've had better matches but it was quite good and Hazuki and, and Mina did some cool bits um Tam did her best you know when Tam does the spider walk dodge Mm-hmm. She did her best one in this match because Suzuki went for the the big boot and like very came very close to kicking Tam's head off, only for Tam to dodge it, which is great because usually 
the opponent misses Tam by a mile anyway, so that she has time to... And then stands there and waits, yeah. Yes, whereas Suzuki was like, if you do not get out of the way in time, I'm going to kick you in the face. So it was it, that was probably the best um, Tam dodge spot that's that's ever happened. So Hazuki's always taken liberties on those on those big boots. I still remember the time that uh, Britt Baker got heat with her for almost concussing Utami. Um, like that that's why I hated Britt Baker for so long. Now I just hate her because she's a bad wrestler. Um, but. Like, I remember Utami was, like, a month into her career, and Hazuki booted her so stiff that everybody was like, damn, I think she's concussed. And Britt Baker's like, you should never be this dangerous. And I was like, nigga. Sorry. Um, and I was just like, damn, you should you should shut up. Um, but yeah, she always takes she always takes liberties with the with the uh, with the big boot. That, that's does. what I was trying to say. Yes. Okay. Also, uh, in in the pre match promo, Tam apparently was playing Wordle and uh, remembered that the word magma existed because she said that, that she was going to eat them up like magma because that's words, I guess. And then Mayu and Hazuki were very awkward because they always are. Uh, they are so funny. <laughs> the fact that like at the end of their pre match promo, like they didn't know how to finish it, and Mayu was like, "Say the thing." Say it with me. Say, say the thing. She still doesn't know how to say check it out. Like Azuki, Azuki mm-hmm. just is like, I'm not gonna learn. Like I, I, I'll say out. Like I, I'll just, I was, and like she, she just is like, yeah, I'm not doing it. <laughs> it's really funny. It's great. I love it. Um, yeah. The next match on the show then was uh, Sai Kamatani and Utami Hayashishita beating Micah and Siri. Uh, Saya pinned Micah with the Star Crusher. Um, one thing I would like to note is that uh, we all knew Saya's music was bad, um, but when Aphrodite comes out to it, it is unbelievably terrible. It was very like, jarring. It, it, yeah. it is the worst theme for Utami ever. Like, she just, it does not fit at all watching those two come out to the ring. It's so bad. Yeah, it wasn't, it was, it's a bad song. It's not a good song. Um, this match was fine. Uh, I again, I, I don't think it was as good as the match that was nearly identical from the week prior, uh, mm-hmm. but it was like it. So this is the first time that Sherry and Utami interacted uh, since Utami lost the belt, yeah. which is is pretty cool. And I thought that they did a really good job of making that feel special uh, because it started with like it looked like Utami and Sherry were going to start, but then uh, Saya was like, "Nah, I want to fight Sherry," and like that they had the match going for a while, and then. Finally, eventually, Sherry and Utami get in, and they start exchanging, and it was really, really good. Um, it's a good, it's a, it's a nice reversal from how every single tag match they would start and do the exact same thing for five minutes, mm-hmm. and then maybe do an elbow exchange for like a minute, and that's the entirety of it. It's nice that this feels special now and is more just like, like I'm excited to see the next tag match where they wrestle each other because I think that like they do good in in situations like this so uh that was a good part of it but overall it was fine and then saya got her win back from last week over micah with some star crushers yeah i um i like how utami lost the belt and was like all right now we're gonna get good and i'm going to act like a human it is it is amazing um, she seems to be it's loving very life. interesting. <laughs> she is yeah. loving life without that belt. She's just like, she's coming out to the ring. She's waving. She's giving her flower to the people. She's like, here's Saya. Saya has all the pressure on her now. <laughs> like, I'm having a good time. It's, I know, it's I really can't fun. tell. 
I can't tell if like I should be reading into it or if Utami is just actually just vibing. And like either way, I respect it. Like because because I, I, sorry for I keep bringing up like old stuff because I've just been watching a lot of wrestling. But I, I always think about my favorite like championship loss, um, not win because Kenny Omega winning it was meh. Um, but my favorite championship loss of all time is Okada when he lost the belt and then just like had a mental crisis and mm-hmm. brought a balloon out and dyed his hair red. Like that's like the greatest uh, way to lose a championship ever. And Utami is doing none of that. In fact, she seems actively like, just like way more comfortable. She's just like, yeah, I'm just my tag partner's cool. You see her. She's cool. I'm just going to mm-hmm. hang out. Is that cool? Yeah, that's cool. Thanks. That's and like, cool. I just, I, I'm rocking with it. I'm rocking with it. Same. Nah, yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. Um, I agree with you though. This match was it was good. Um, Sai and Micah did some fun stuff, but generally, pretty much everybody had their foot off the gas a bit for this show. It was very much a uh, you know give the people of Matsumoto their money's worth with fan interaction and seeing everybody do their thing and all that. Yeah. But, you know, very much. Uh, people have started to use this word a lot, and I, I I feel like I brought it into the Stardom lexicon. But house show, it was very much the house show. So um, yeah, it was indeed a house show. Um, you liked the main event more than I did. So let's oh talk about yeah, dude. All right, so the main event. I I also thought it was good. Like let me preface. I thought it was I thought it was fine. But yeah, go on. Um, so the main event was uh Tecla, Miari, and Julia of Donna Del Mondo. Um. I did. I did say wait, Miari. Wait, uh, <laughs> wait, wait a minute. <laughs> what? <laughs> on the on the startup website, it has Miari. Oh, okay. Because I was like, right. I was like, it takes so many extra steps to be that wrong. I was like, are you just like not? <laughs> are you just wrong? Like, are you okay? Like that? Like it's it's one thing to say like uh, Marai or like just like pronounce it like slightly wrong, but Miari. That's mm-hmm. that's a whole different name. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I'm going off what the website is telling me, you know. Maybe she changed her name. I fair don't enough, know. Fair enough. It's 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 a mixture of Mirai and Mayumi. Yes, exactly. Mirai. Perfect. All right. Um, and yeah, they beat the away to tie team of Momoanabe, Starlight Kid, and Raka. Um, I thought a bit at the start here with uh away to tie wanting to get their box there, and Daichi was like, "No, you're not. You're not very funny." Box. And like. That's when I knew this was a house show because it was designed for the crowd to like pop for for a way to try and their come up and so I was like, all right, that's that's the kind of show we're getting here. Uh, they were doing bits. They were doing bits. Heels and shit. Um, pre-match promo from uh, DDM once again. I love, Based. Uh, I love the vibe of Julia and Tecla just like doing whatever, and then Mirai so awkwardly but so earnestly tries to fit in, and they're okay with it. They're like, yeah, she's our friend. She. She doesn't. She she isn't a crackhead like us, but we like her. It's it's cool. It's it's very pleasant. Yeah, the DDM said they're gonna beat up the delinquent children. Um, Tecla, in fact, said that. Uh, Ooh, Black Peach, scary. Y'all suck, bro. Get get the hell out of here. Who gives a fuck about like she's like oil does the weakest group, bro. Get out of here. And I was like, I agree. Thank you. Um, but no, I, I yeah, I, I think DDM right now is is killing it. I think everybody in the group is just like absurdly good. Uh, and I, I've been loving them right now. Cause like, I mean, I think about it like, dude, Shuri right now currently is like, I want to say the least interesting member. Cause she's not like, that's disrespectful. Uh, she's great, obviously, but like, she's like 
the least shined member right now. And she's like still like she's incredible. Like it's it's wild how good DTM is. And I hate that they're gonna break them up. Um I'm actively upset that it's looking that way, because like that just pisses me off. Um because they have a good thing going. Uh so hopefully that's that's not for a while. Uh, but back to this main event, I did think it was fine. Uh I I I I've gotten over being upset about Momo going to Waitotai. I think she fits it now, you know, she works, whatever. But I still don't like her heel work because I feel like it's just her moving like 15, 20% slower. That's, that's, that's her heel work is just grinding a little bit more. And I'm just like, that's not necessary. Like you kick a little bit harder, but not enough to make up for just the fact that you walk slower. Like, why are you walking slower? <laughs> What's the point? Um, but this was a good match regardless. Uh, and yeah, I, I, I'll, I'll stop talking because I know you want to talk a little bit. Yeah, no, like it slapped. I don't know what you're talking about. It, it did. was great. It did. <laughs> like, they but just, the Momo like... critique was more from the show before, uh, from right, last okay. week. Yeah. This match, it, it was present for like 30 seconds, then it got back to going full piece pace. Okay, so that's it great. Because cool. Momo, and, Momo and Julia were, were going at it. Julia's been yeah. fucking awesome since coming back. I'm sorry. Like, I, I know I've said this already, yes. but she is yep. amazing. Um, and her and Momo did great stuff. Uh, Momo and Mirai shot a lot of potential in their exchanges. Uh, Tekla was loving life wrestling away to tie like she was just having the time of her life um and honestly like this away to tie trio is really good Raka is uh pretty strong especially against julia although uh, the lower points of the match were definitely some of the julia and Raka stuff just when they like tried to go to do a bit too much but generally yeah. like they do some fun stuff together and uh like, this was 20 minutes and i really didn't even notice like it just flew by like they just went after it and did the shit and stiffed each other and it was high paced it was it was great i loved it yeah the tag match beforehand definitely felt longer than the main event and that was only like 12 minutes and this was 20 um yeah i i've said before i'll say it again i think ruck is the most natural member of a way to tie i think she does it very naturally everything she does feels um authentic um and so shout out to her but yeah down the stretch it got a little bit like okay like you know uh, progress a little bit through the match um and and progression they did because uh, Mirai did this like weird hammerlock northern lights thing that was just an elaborate excuse to try to break a child's neck mm-hmm. um for no reason there was no there was no there was no need for this um but she just did it and she said fuck it and she went with it even though she knew it wasn't gonna go like i'm i'm very happy that roka did not get severely injured from it because it was gross um and then yeah uh Raka got submitted with the stealth viper um another ddm win in the main event this is the fifth and then the osaka show spoiler alert is the sixth uh that is closed with ddm this year so uh yeah ddm on top yeah it's and i'm great. okay with it honestly it's it's pretty cool because they they are very good <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's 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 a strange reality we live in. I'm I'm so I'm rocking with DDM so hard, because uh, like a year ago, I'm pretty sure the year started exactly the same way with DDM winning like six out of eight of the of the first eight shows, and uh, I was not too keen on it, but now I am. So you know, shout out. So DDM, it's going to be a very sad when they 
break them up. Like there, there's no oh, way. In, like there's no it's way this suck. lasts for like, more than three months. <laughs> like it, I I will be. I'm trying to be a bit more positive. I don't know if you guys could tell, but uh, I'm trying to be positive about it. Where it's like, okay, it could be good, but in the back of my head, I know that I won't enjoy it as much as I'm enjoying DDM right now. You know mm. what I mean? Like I won't enjoy either group as much as I enjoyed this DDM. Uh, when they do eventually split. So that's what I'm kind of hoping. It's just like a, a civil war that eventually gets like just mended, you know, like like they have like, I don't know, four months of them just fighting with each other. And then eventually they're like, you know what? Let's just be homies again. And they're all homies again. That That's that's the that's how I want it, because I'm tired of everything I love crashing and burning and dying in this company. <laughs> wow. Speaking of everything I love, Momo Kogo. Um, yeah, so <laughs> our second show to review was uh, on January 23rd. Uh, this was the anniversary, actually, of Stardom's launch. Uh, this was in the Ediano Saka Arena number two. Uh, they did a pretty healthy 411 fans for this show, which is, um, I don't need to tell anybody at this stage, that is a, a very good number. Uh, if I wanted to, I would pull up Ice Ribbon's last cork and number, and I would drag Ice Ribbon. If you wanted to. I feel like I drag Ice Ribbon too much. People probably think I don't like Ice Ribbon when that is 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 so far from reality. It's just very. It's funny because I personally I don't like Ice Ribbon. Like I, I <laughs> I'm not a big fan of Ice Ribbon at all. But like you're the one who's always burying them, so it's kind of funny. <laughs> I blame Scott. It's a bit. Me and Scott started it, yeah. and we we had a lot of fun with it, and then we carried it over to the public, and um, yeah, it's it's very fun, but uh. Anyway, yeah, 411, pretty solid number. Speaking of Ice Ribbon, uh, former Ice Ribbon wrestler Momo Kogo made her debut. In... Well, yeah. Well, yeah, uh, yeah, actually. Yeah, she was. In that. Yeah, 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 kind of. I mean, she went to Mexico with them, which is, is a pretty big yeah, deal. I true. know she was signed with Actress, but, you know, it's she she kind of was, was on Ice Ribbon a lot. Anyway, she debuted here against Unagi Sayaka. Um, Unagi won obviously, because that is what she does. Um, honestly, I thought it was it was a good match. You know, I I told Lancer I'd give a double dose of Unagi slander this episode. Um, shout out Lancer one time. And I will, I will follow through with that. She is the worst person to put in charge of these assessment matches. Because, like, even her biggest fans, I cannot believe, would want to watch 10 minutes of Unagi getting heat. Like, there are just better wrestlers to do that. You know what I mean? Like, like even even if you love Unagi and you think that she's great, I can recognize that she has really, really good qualities, but her sitting in a Boston Crab is not one of them. You know what I mean? Uh, so that's, that's just me. Uh, I did think that a lot of good things came out of this match. I thought uh, that we can talk about with Momokogo and how she will adapt into stardom. Uh, but that's just my thinking, is that Maybe Unagi should not be the assessor. And I've been saying this for a while because I, I, I just don't think she fits the role. Yes. Uh, and I think that a big part of that is that Ida's gone and Ida was the assessor. You know, like that was sort of her role um, when she became future champion was that that was her thing. And she got injured and Unagi picked that up and she just, I feel, has been not doing great with it. Uh, because I think Momokogo probably could have had a better showing here than she had against Nagi, but that's okay. We could talk about the good stuff um, now. 
Yeah, I mean, I thought it was good. Like, I don't think it would go much higher than that. Um, I think Momokogo is one of those where her charisma very much instantly jumps out and her, her, Mm. her star power, like, you can tell that she is somebody who they can push and will push eventually and it will work out like she is she's got all those yeah. kind of things down um in ring wise i didn't think she was great but for me like a lot of wrestlers do tend to do that i mean uh, yuri was like the biggest note of that where yuri and jto was just an absolute beast and then she went to ganjo and it was like she was working with a whole new set of people and all of a sudden her weaknesses shown through a bit because obviously if you're training mm-hmm. and wrestling the same core group every week you are eventually going to get so comfortable with them that you're putting in your best performance all the time and so I think Momo suffered from that here where she was you know she's never wrestled in Nagi before so there's obviously going to be this adjustment period and she goes to stardom of her getting comfortable with everyone so in ring wise I'm not going to judge her too hard this wasn't I... amazing, but I did think she was good enough for like a first time match with a fresh opponent. I think I, I'm I'm kind I'm way higher on her than you are in ring wise. I think that uh, one thing that stood out to me about her was that her timing was quite good um, in comparison to most you know newbies in in stardom. I feel like even Waka and I love Waka to death, but like you could tell in the first couple matches she just couldn't time her moves right with the flow of other wrestlers, right? Mm-hmm. I feel like Momo did not have the that issue. Um, should have some other issues, like it felt like there was kind of dead air in certain spots yeah. because she just didn't have any more to do. Um, so I, I get what you mean on that front, but I think that like fundamentally her timing, which is one of the most important things for a new wrestler to pick up on, uh, and something that some wrestlers never do pick up on is is that proper timing um, and how a timeout moves in their matches. Um, I think she has that... If not down pat, she's she's definitely very, you know, she she's good at it. She she has good timing. So I think that's what mainly uh, I took away from her uh, output here. Although she didn't do a ton of you know like good moves, she has time to drop kicks well. She did a cool springboard, which I'm always rocking with. <laughs> uh, and yeah, I, I thought she did solid. But I get what you what you're saying that it'll take time for her to adjust. But I think once she adjusts, she's gonna be an absolute star, especially with the move that we see later on um, in the show. Yes. Uh, can I can I talk about the post-match, though? Because I, I do, absolutely yeah, love it. So Nagi won with the Frog Smash. Big whoop. Who cares? Um, and then she she gets on the mic. She's like, I'm sorry, Momo, but uh, I can't. I unfortunately can't allow you to join Kozen. And uh, in response, Momo Kogo says, um, and I quote, fuck your gang, fuck your clique. I don't give a fuck about Kozen. <laughs> um, and then Nagi gets real passive-aggressive about it. Um, and so is Tam. Like, like Unagi, like is like, oh, okay, fuck you then. Didn't want you, didn't want you anyway. Yeah. And Tam's like, I wanted her. What are you? What? What the? What the fuck? <laughs> like Tam's like, dude, she, she's cool. Like, man. And then Unagi helps her to the back and then pushes her. Like, like Tam's like, no, no, don't help her. Don't help her. She just, she is, she is, she has disrespected us. Like Unagi pushed her to the ground. I was like, damn. Hosen's a bunch of bitches, low key. Like I'm gonna be honest. Like, damn. <laughs> uh, shout out, shout, shout, shouts out Kenny Caligula. Uh, call to bull. Uh, fuck your gang, fuck your click. That's that's Momokogo's new thing. Since he retired, uh, that's that's who that's who's taking it. That's who's taking the reins. 
Yeah. Um, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> Unagi's characterization is so fun because, like, it, you, the way she immediately sold the sadness when Momo was like, "Oh yeah, I don't want to join anyway," and she was like, "Oh." Are you sure? Like I like I can reconsider. Like I didn't mean it. <laughs> You're just like oh, you, you wanted Momo there. We know. Um, I I I loved it because like you know obviously there's heels that like need their comeuppance, but I feel like Kozen needs their comeuppance more. For me personally, like I just enjoy it more when when Kozen gets like gets their uh you know their just desserts. And I feel like Unagi going so long at being like, yeah, no, you can't join our cool kids club. And then everybody's like, no, I want to join. Please let me join. And it's like, yeah, whatever. You could join, I guess. I love that moment. was like, no, why the fuck would I want to join y'all? Y'all suck, man. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I'll, jo- I'll join the cooler ones. Like, I, y- y'all, cool. I'll leave. Fine. Like, that's, that's all I want in life. Uh, Tam sold it really well too. I love Tam. Yeah, just hands on her head, like, "What did you do, <laughs> Unagi?" <laughs> oh, dude, I love. She's Kozen. like, "We're already about to lose Mai. You can't do this to us." I love Kozen, man. Oh, That's Antonia. They're so great. Um, I don't, but I love. I love to dislike Kozen. Like, yeah, I think that's where I I'm at. Like, I don't. I don't dislike them, but I love to like just not like. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They, they're surprisingly good at being my heels. You know what I mean? Um, is that it's like I? This just sounds like you're petty like, still, but it's okay. Oh you're yeah, allowed, no, definitely, you're, definitely. You're but like, I just I just enjoy disliking them but, more than I like actually dislike them. Wait a time, your hand. Uh, yeah, well, we we, we don't have to talk about a wait a tie yet. Uh, the next match was a yeah. three way. This was Tekla beating Wakasuyama and Mina Shirakawa. Um, Mina and Waka cut their entire pre match promo in English, which is uh. Uh, quite the experience and then Tekla was like yeah so um, card got changed I had a cool main event I have to wrestle these two great I guess um, she carried that energy into the match she, she really did not want to be there and it was very good um, there's a lot of really fun portions of this match like the, at the start when uh, Mina and Waka got everybody to chant for them and clap along, and Tekla was just like, "What's what are you doing? Like, what's happening here?" And they tried to get Tekla to join Ozen. They were like, "You, you know, you'd be very good for us. Like, you've got great hair, you've got great eyes, you're so sexy." And when they said that, Tekla just like poked her arse out at the camera and was pointing at it. And I was like, "All right, yeah, it's okay." Yeah, I didn't watch this match, so so your description is very very funny. Oh, you um, missed that because like I I yeah I, I I have no idea where this is going. Um, much like most Tekla and and Mina Shirakawa mm-hmm. matches, um, you have no idea where the fuck it's going. No. But yeah, that's that's great. That sounds like a great time. It was yeah, there was a lot of um, Tekla referencing that that Mina is the boob girl. So you know, yes. got that in. I also love uh, this. This was I think from last week, but I love that uh, Tekla was like, yeah, like like DDM's cool, and then Kozen, Kozen's like they're they're like, and then Julia's like they're stupid and ugly, and Tekla's <laughs> like I was gonna say cute, but uh, yeah, that too, I guess. You know, I I, I I think they're pretty cute. They're cute. You know, I think I think Tekla has a little crush on Kozen, and I respect that. You know, I think it's I think it's it's healthy, um, and I think that's very funny. I think I think Tekla, and like I think Tekla works off of everybody so well that it's it's a breath of fresh air almost. Mm-hmm. 
not saying that anybody else doesn't work. Like, I think everybody works off each other pretty well in stardom um, for the most part. But I think that she just, like, has this natural ability to just, like, sense a vibe and then, like, match it and increase it to a million. And, like, that is a that's a huge thing for, you know, comedy wrestling and for just, like, in general, like, the house show type that we, we are obviously talking about where it's, like, she could just make something more than it is and and make it way more entertaining so so tecla's been killing it tecla's Mm -hmm. a very great addition to this company and yeah i'm actually gonna go on my way to watch this because it sounds funny yeah no you should it's it's really good like there's so many fun things built around tecla and mina and uh and waka is also there which kind of adds such an (laughs) awkward factor to things it's great um after the match mina and uh tecla did another stare down but a very them stare down with Tekla in the spider <laughs> position and Mina like leering over her with her tongue out is you have to kiss like there's no other end game here like this is yeah I don't know I don't know how Shuri and Utami kissed and they aren't gonna kiss like the, the mm-hmm. like one of these things like is not like the other no. I don't get it yeah like the like Tekla and Mina have the energy of like you know, like every Disney Channel show ever, where the two main characters <laughs> so clearly want to bang like two episodes in, but they have to drag it out for like ten more. Oh my god! And so you just get ten. Dude, movies. you're subscribing every every uh, romance anime. Yes. No, but yes, yeah. I, I know what you're talking t- about. Yes. You get ten episodes of both characters so clearly wanting to rip the clothes off each other and go into a dark room. That is exactly what Mina and Tekla are bringing here. Like that is exactly their energy in this feud. It is yes, unbelievable. Yes. I I sense that too. I agree. Um, Tekla stayed under her shirt a little bit too long for me to be like, yeah, this is this is completely <laughs> this is completely normal. Like this is this yeah. is just a wrestling, like strictly a wrestling mm-hmm. match. It's like no, this is this is a lot. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know. Um. But yeah, the, the next match on the show was a lot more normal. It was Sayaka Matani and Utami Hayashishta seeing Fuki Gendeth and Saki Kashima. Uh, Saya pin Saki. It's funny how the clown is more normal. Like, that's yeah. that's where we're at. Yeah. It says a lot. <laughs> I love starting. Think about a widow tie for a second. I know I know that, like, but, like, their their ranks are actually just hilarious. Like, when you look at it on paper, they're too, like... Three of their like, they have a clown. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes, like like obviously everybody remembers Fuki and Death. Like it's it's hard to forget her. But sometimes you forget that like one of their like vital members is a literal clown yes. who pretends to smoke in the middle of the ring. Yes, that's more heelish than what smoking in public. Yeah, I mean shit. Yeah. and being a clown that's the real that's the real bad guy thing is being a clown i I don't mind clowns that much um kind of (laughs) weird all right um who doesn't mind clown whatever yeah the uh the three matches that we talked about there are the only three up from this show uh we are recording a day early as you can maybe imagine by the fact that this is out on wednesday instead of thursday um Basically, Wednesday is my birthday, and I was like, I am not recording a podcast on my birthday. Like, I'm not that sad. I am very sad. Like, that—that that is that is a fact, but I am not that sad. So, um... Yeah, if, 
Yeah, we're recording a day early, so not everything is up, sadly, which means we don't get to talk about the, the main event or anything like that, but we will run through some of the stuff that happened. It's 30 minutes. I probably wasn't going to watch it anyway. I, I don't blame you. I I don't know. It's, uh, I might not watch it either. We'll see. Um, but yeah, the next match on the show was uh, Tam Nakano beating my Sakurai. Um, after the match, Tam said that uh, she kind of looks forward to working with Sakurai in Kozen. And Mai kind of said, okay, well, like, I'm going to let everybody know what I decide soon. Very little context to that. Uh, the English Twitter really needs to get better at providing context sometimes. I think it's because Mai is maybe teasing, kind of leaving Kozen. And mm-hmm. basically, I remember Julia made a few comments towards her that are maybe swaying her. So, um... Yeah, so, uh... What was it? Julia said something about her. So did Micah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Saki has been trying to recruit her to a way to tie to be her buddy. Um, and I think that's it. So I don't see her leaving Kozen, mm-hmm. though. I think her getting her ass beat every single tag match uh, would make sense. Like, like logically in kayfabe that she goes, I don't want to be here anymore. Like I'm just I'm just getting beat up every every match with you guys, and then Tam tells me that I'm not trying hard enough. She's bootstrapping me. What is what is this group? Like I I get it, um, but I don't think she leaves because she's kind of a vital member at this point. Shockingly to say, uh, obviously she's their star rookie. Um, like she's their star like you know undercarder like that. Um, since they don't really put Waka in the spotlight as much. And I don't think any other group needs her, um, especially with with Momokogo uh, going to the one group I could theoretically see her in, I guess. Uh, but yeah, I, I I think she stays. But I think it's it's nice to tease little things that just like you know uh, don't necessarily get fully you know fulfilled because I think that that keeps people guessing um, overall. Yeah, no, I I feel like she will stay in Cosmic Angels as well, um, just because they like her much is obvious, but she still has a lot of work to do, you know, and, and you can do yeah. that in Cosmic Angels, where focuses on the main three. Whereas, you know, if she went to DDM or whatever, it would just be a complete change of scenery, like it just wouldn't work. Um, She'd also be the eighth that too. Yeah, yeah, like that's yeah, it's, it's a way yeah. to tie. Same, same with a way to tie. Yeah. So, this just seems like the best move for her to keep improving until they're ready to to give her a push. Yeah. Um. And I, I don't see her like joining Lady C. Like if any, like, or you know, like in Queen's Quest. I mean, like, or uh, and obviously Stars doesn't really need it. That's why I mean. Mm-hmm. I, I think that Kozen, uh, you know, surprisingly, I'm surprised. I'm I'm actually saying this, but Kozen needs my Sakurai. Wow. Um. Currently. Amazing. So, yeah. All right. It's a hot take. Uh, so, the next match then on the show was uh, Stars versus Uedo Tai. Uh, the Stars team was Mayu, Hazuki, and Koguma, and they beat the Uedo Tai team of Momotanabe, Starlight Kid, and Ruaka. Uh, Koguma pinned Ruaka, actually. And then. I actually love how things have been going lately. Uh, Stars has just been beating the shit out of Oedotai. Oedotai hasn't, like, won a match mm-hmm. in, like, weeks. <laughs> it's kind of based, I'm gonna be honest. Oedotai is so weird. I said this with Scott. I was like, Oedotai either loses every match, or they win all the time. Like, there's no in-between. Like, they're either always no. losing, or they win everything. Like, I don't... It's so funny. 
one one thing that has been constant throughout the entire time I've watched Stardom is that they have no idea how to keep uh, factions looking good in the background. Uh, you know, like like that's always been an issue for them uh, since even before I started watching. I mean, back to when factions were like first introduced with like the Stardom army and shit. It's like that, like they did not know how to deal with having three factions at that time and making them all look reasonably, you know, competent. Um, so, you know, my use group just looked like fucking terrible most of the time. Uh, and, and to this day, it's it's kind of funny. And Oedo ties the main, uh, the main, I can't think of the word, victim, yes. main victim of, of that situation. Enough. Um, I would agree, but uh, we don't really have time to delve into that. Uh, after the match, Momo Kogo came to the ring and asked to join Stars. Uh, specifically, specifically, she wanted to train under Hazuki, I believe was the message there. She wants to, she's she wants based. to learn. That's because she's based, Alex. Yes. That's because she's based. She knows She knows about the Team Moon philosophy. They train assassins. Shout out Taz, that's my guy. I, I realized that I'm just stealing all of his mm-hmm. bits. So shout out to that man. Um, yeah, I, 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 dude, that is like the perfect, like for me personally. So you know how how I'm already really high on Momo, and you know how I'm really high on Hazuki's training, her and Kagetsu's training. So and I like, don't think she will like actually under... be training with Hazuki. I think it's just the the storyline. Well, no, I mean, well, Alex, okay, <laughs> no, but like you, no, but you could tell that they. Do nowadays they do more uh, faction-based training? Obviously, they all train under Milano, but <clears throat> like Mayu and and uh, Hazuki have been training with Saya to get back. Like it's not like Saya like they they Alex will yeah, whatever. Okay. Still, she's gonna get better at doing fucking springboards. Okay, okay. I'm excited for it. Is that allowed? Is that That's allowed, nice. Alex? Okay. Um, Stars is putting together a real super team here. Like, they've got Mayu, Hazuki, and Koguma. Uh, Mayu and Koguma being two of the most protected people in the company. Uh, You have Hazuki, obviously, who's a massive star. Uh, They have Hanan, the future of Stardom champion. They're about to have Ida come back. Ida just coming off a future of Stardom title run. And then they've got Momo Kogo. Like, so many talented wrestlers in one faction. Like, they're really making a play for 2022. Like, Mayu said, listen... Losing bullshit is not for me. Uh, we are taking over. Thank you very much. And uh, I'm here for it. She really said, Jungle's gone. The Losers Club is dead. <laughs> and and I will kill everybody else until I win. And I respect oh, yeah. that. I respect that. Shout out Momokogo. Uh, she, like, these, these groups, like, outside of Queen's Quest, these groups are, like, starting to get really, like, uh, really built up. And I like it. Um, even Queen's Quest. But, you know, all of their wrestlers are injured. <laughs> so, you know. Um, but yeah, it's it's quite incredible. But it is. Um, the main event of this show then was Micah and Siri wrestling Julia and Mariah to a 30-minute draw. Uh, that was obviously meant to be a six-woman tag involving DDM, but that was changed uh, with Himeka's injury. And that is the end of that show. 30 minutes. Oh. Yeah. I mean, it was always going to go 30. Like, I, I imagine the, the six-woman tag was going to go to a draw, but I really thought they might change it when uh, Himeka was pulled out. But then I suppose you don't want anyone taking a loss, given that they're all in big matches. Yeah. I ain't watching them, to be honest. 
That's fair. Um, let me pull up Goya Supreme Fight. Woo! Yeah, the real reason I came back, guys, is because I heard that Azumi was coming back. Um, I wasn't planning on coming back ever um, until Hazuki returned. But it turns out Hazuki's or not Hazuki, Azumi is returning sooner than expected. So I am, of course, here. I butchered that, didn't Thank you? Thank you for having me. Um... Man, you didn't have to like draw attention to it. Like, I mean, I did, but could be a good friend for once. Like, never. Um. Anyway, so the, we uh, have two shows to preview. Uh, the first of which is Nagoya Supreme Fight. That is on 29th of January. Uh, this show is live on Samurai TV and Pay Per View, which is pretty cool. Um. And yeah, first things first. Uh, the Mystery Woman. That, that Saya blabbed to Momokogo um, will be revealed? Seems like Maybe. it. I don't know how you can drag it out any further, given the next pay-per-view is like and Rossi, February. Yeah. Rossi's been very like adamant about it. It's like, oh, maybe I have a big thing to say. Maybe I don't. Maybe Saya will save it. Maybe she won't. Mm-hmm. Maybe something will happen. Maybe it won't. And it's like, okay, you can't just not do anything now. Like, you gotta do something. Yeah. Like, and I assume that something is the a mystery woman. Uh, it's not Tony Storm. Sure. Which is the most interesting yeah, aspect. Yes. Sure. Uh, because she, Alex, she would have already had to quarantine. She posted a picture with Juice Robinson's dog two days ago. The quarantine rules still in effect. She would. Yes, very strongly. I mean, do we know Japan's there isn't a? Um, do we know there isn't? It's, isn't just going to be a video package. Alex, it is. It, I uh, maybe, but I don't. I okay. don't. So it's, it's no. probably not like, Tony Storm. It is almost definitely okay. not Tony Storm, which makes this very interesting. Because also, I feel like I don't know who, but I read a tweet from somebody that said a Western-looking girl. Like that's how it translated. Mm-hmm. I forget who said it. I think it was a wrestler from Stardom, but. I think it was Momo. It might have been Momo Kogo, who was like, oh, who was that Western-looking girl or whatever? Like, something, like, I don't know. But, so, it sounds like it is, it is implying that it's either someone from the West or somebody who has been wrestling in the West previously. it's Sheeta? I was thinking Sheeta, but I don't know. Because I feel like she's one of the few Joshi wrestlers who, like, adamantly was like, I never want to fucking wrestle in stardom. But it's always possible. Um, but she has said that at least, okay. like, twice. So that's 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 pretty aggressive. I thought she was in a tag league in, like, 2012 or 2013, no? Well, probably. But, but like, somebody asked her, like, on a and a like, multiple times. It's like, hey, would you ever... Is there anybody you want to wrestle from stardom? No. I don't want to watch it wrestle anybody from Stardom. It's like, oh. damn, bro, that's like Shuri's your friend. Like, <laughs> not even her. <laughs> like, but yeah. So, so I don't, I don't know. It could be her, but I don't know for sure. Enough. Um. Right. It is going to be interesting because it's like I don't know yeah. who it is. I mean, it's not Kyrie. We know that much. It's not Tony Storm. Yes, yeah, not Kyrie. Not Tony. Like, I don't know. And like Fuckage said, it, it would be pretty hard to get a work visa in short amount of time like that. Yeah, uh, like it's, it could be like any of the recent... reasons. Like it's not Nixon or, or yeah. Nia Jax or whatever. Um, do you think it's somebody... That'd be funny. I'm just, like, do you uh... think it's somebody from like prominence? That'd be cool. I feel like 
they're in the. I don't know if they would make it such a big yeah, deal. I feel like prominence is in the Wrestle Universe bed, so I don't know if they'd be allowed to work with Stardom. Um. Yeah, and I feel like they wouldn't have one member of Pro- like. I feel like if they were going to work with Prominence, they'd work with Prominence and not know. just. I they probably just want Suzu. I mean, maybe cherry pick Suzuki. Yeah, but like, I don't think they would build her up like this. Mm. You know, they'd probably do it something. Do something different for her. Somebody coming back, so because like, like, is it somebody making a return? That's what I'm thinking at this point. Who coming back would deserve this reaction? Io Shirai, no. Um, I have no clue. Like, the only people from stardom history that I can think of who would get this, oh my god, like, it's her. would be like Aikawa or, or Yoko Bito, but I mean, Yoko Bito's already retired twice. She's, she's a mother now, like, I, I don't think it's her. Yeah, and, like, it, it wouldn't be someone who, like, actively is working. With, like, Aikawa's always around. Saya wouldn't like look at her and be like, "Oh my god, she's back." It's like, no, like she talks with Rossi like every other day it feels like. You know, she's like at half the shows. Um So I don't know, like it it's it's really something. It really is something cuz like Where's Jamie been? Jamie Hater. She's in AEW. She hasn't been on TV for like a month. She was part of uh, Battle of the Belts, wasn't she? Was she? Yeah. I didn't watch Battle of the Belts. I'm gonna be honest. It was, it was good. It's the one. That's the one. That's the that's the one AEW show I haven't watched this this year. Yeah, I wouldn't say it's Jamie Hayter. Yeah. She seems to be like in a big AEW storyline. I doubt they'd want her to to go. They have too many women. No, no, they don't have too many women. They have too many that's people true. in general. I don't think they give a fuck. Um, but. No, I don't know. I mean, it could be anybody. I, I, I hope that we aren't, like, getting too, like, excited about who it is and it ends up being, like, my Sakurai's evil twin or something funny. Like, I like obviously, it's not, like, that's, like, a very hyperbolic idea. But, like, no, just, like, just something real stupid. Uh, but it could be anybody, really. Anybody with, with mildly long hair. Yes. That, yeah. That's all we got. Because, like, I was thinking, oh, maybe it's Mizunami. That would be really cool. But, like, I was like, yeah, that's no. probably not. You know, she, she's she's bigger. as a, Like, she's physically bigger. And also, she doesn't have, you know, hair that can be seen out of a hat. So, like, you know, it's it's an interesting development. I'm excited to see who it is. I hope it's somebody interesting. Yeah. And I hope that they don't fucking, you know, bait us again. Because that would be kind of yeah, annoying. I don't I don't think they can drag it out. So, thankfully. But, um. Yeah, I'll we'll have to see. Uh, somebody floated. I, I've had a few people ask me. Um, so yeah, somebody floated Akia Sakawa to me, and I don't think it's her. Um, I don't think it's her, but me. I think that's somebody perfect in terms of like the oh my god, like that type of thing, where it's like, damn, mm-hmm. what the fuck is she doing here? Like that's kind of crazy. Rossi's talking to her. Like that makes sense. Um, yeah, but I don't think it's act either. Yeah. Also, we should get this out of the way. Because some people think this is it. It is not Kagetsu. Her neck is oh, a slinky toy at the stage. Not Kagetsu. I, I <laughs> that woman am, is I never am, wrestling again. No, I'm praying for like I I have so much copium in my body when it comes to Kagetsu. It's not Kagetsu, guys. Like if if I am the resident like fucking you know king of Kagetsu knowledge, it's not her. 
you know, it, it's just not, unfortunately. No, her her neck is a slinky toy. Like it's not happening. Yeah, she um, she's never returning full time. She might wrestle no once in. She will do 10 every years. matinee show for yeah for exactly the rest like of her life. <laughs> like maybe maybe she'll do matinee every couple years, but that's it. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah, I don't know. Somebody asked if it was uh if it was like Mei Hoshizuki or something. Um, I don't think any of those would mm. would do. I don't think Rossi will sign any of the the marvelous people at this stage, given yeah, how no. it seems like something went down between the three of them and Marvelous, and uh, obviously Rossi and Chigusa go way back, so he wouldn't do that, especially since he wants access to Takumi. So definitely not. Yeah, um, especially without uh, Chigusa's blessing. Like I think that, like maybe theoretically, if he was like, "Hey, Chigusa can like," I know that you guys had a, but you know, like I like it would it would be a lot more than just like oh just poaching her off the street type of thing mm-hmm. yeah a lot more consequences uh, um, i don't know who it could be it's it's interesting like i the thing is is that they've built it in a way that's like this person is supposed to be there in kayfabe like we saw her her physical body so like i could see it be tony storm over video call but that wouldn't make sense if she's like going like he said i will see you in nagoya yes so the person's going to physically be in nagoya yeah that's the that's the thing you know because i I could definitely see like just like a video call you know shinsuke nakamura style back in in nxt Mm -hmm. years ago you know just like on the really crappy cell phone it's like i am coming back and it's like a huge thing but i i don't see that for this um i don't know if it's like it's like fucking like an ice ribbon person I was gonna like, ask you that actually. Do you like really do believe Rossi wants to do some kind of crossover? Um, is it somebody from a different promotion? Yeah, and it it has to be someone new because like I wouldn't be surprised if Yoshiko comes back and does a match or two. Uh, but I don't think that would be this obviously. Um, maybe Fujimoto. I don't know. Like maybe that. Like I feel like I feel like anything is is like on the table, but also most things aren't on the table. You know what I mean? Because it's a very thing, specific circumstance. But the it's only also thing it definitely isn't is Azure Kong. <laughs> that much we you are know, all God, aware. You, you know, you know, God made the devil just for fun. Um, and his name was Rossi in in Azure Kong's opinion. <laughs> oh boy. Um. Anyway. We'll have to wait and see who the Nagoya mystery lady is. It could really be anybody, which is great because the last surprise we all knew, <laughs> like we, everybody yeah. was like, "Yeah, it's 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 uh, Mariah and Thakla. So this one's a good surprise. Um, yeah, onto the Nagoya Supreme Fight card. Um, in the opening match, it's a dark match. It is a battle royal. It is Momokogo, Raka, Rina, Wakasakiama, Mai Sakurai, Fuki and Death, and Saki Kashima. So uh, it'll be a fun time. I think I think Rocco wins this. Like she's been taking oh, a lot of L's lately. Yeah, she could she could use one. Yeah, it's definitely in a way to tie person because like they have yeah. the numbers advantage. Yeah, I I definitely think uh, maybe Saki if they want to give her a little bit of steam, but I think I think probably Rocco takes this uh, in anticipation for her uh, artist belt match and just you know to keep her from being like winless this year. I think. All right. Um, the opener then is the Future of Stardom Championship. It is Hanan defending against Lady C. Um, Hanan is definitely winning. That that much we yes. know. 
Okay. It's just a matter of if she hits the skull kick or not. Probably. Like She's properly. Been doing that a properly. Bit, I think. If she hits so, it properly. Oh, that's a big question. You know. Great yeah, exactly. Okay. Shout out Hanan though. She's great. Oh yeah. Uh, the next match is a the for the vacant SWA undisputed world women's championship. It is Tekla versus Mina Shirakawa. Um, I think Mina has a chance at winning. Here. I do too. And only because she says that she wants to take the belt on a foreign tour. Like I think it's possible. I think what's possible is Tekla wins it now, and then Mina wins it in like six months, and then that happens. Maybe not six months, but you know what I mean. No, like th- over time. This is their chance. I mean, I'd be rocking with it. Yeah, because I mean, the thing with Mina is she never signed with Stardom. Like they never had the big announcement that she's exclusively yeah. with stardom so she could realistically go on a foreign tour with their belt wrestle in a few places and then come back Man. and lose it to tecla if if she does i am texting pulse and begging him to get her on a dbw card oh, <laughs> that would be so dope do oh man he's like he would he's just not big like he, he doesn't have a ton of he's not very in touch with stardom currently um but if 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 I told him that she was like you know hanging out like I, I he'd probably get her. Be beast if I do say so myself. Um, it would be very dope. Yeah, she'd probably do some European dates, but I would have to be like very worried that she would do my local promotion, which is still booking uh, a number of people. O-T-T. Yes, yeah, <laughs> uh, still booking a number of uh, questionable folks. So uh, yeah, it's not yeah. Time to be fair, Europe is still a cesspool. So it's it's, it's nearly like not 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 saying that they should be booking questionable people, but it's I don't think they're going to have wrestling cards. If they don't <laughs> like I don't think I think there'll be a two match card. That's true. At least... And then that half penny dude. <laughs> Jeez, poor Kenneth Halfpenny. Huh? Um, he has a bad name. That's 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 his that's such his family's a normal problem. Name here though, like it's well not, I know, not but here it's... here, but like in in the UK, like it's very normal. It was the most bruv name of all time. Uh, I don't know. Dam- Maybe not Dam- Maloney bruv is more name. bruv. Yeah, but that's like a normal bruv name. Halfpenny is like a funny bruv name. You know what I mean? Halfpenny is a bit No disrespect to all the bruvs out there. Uh, like, I know that we have, like I don't know, like a 6% bruv rate um, on this podcast. No disrespect to any of you. Um, if your last name is Halfpenny, uh, change it when you become a wrestler. Because that's just, you know, you could you could have a cool last name instead of Halfpenny. Uh but yeah, that like, yeah, Europe's dead in wrestling. Yes. She should just come to America, which is obviously so much better. Hmm. Sure. That's um, some copium. That's some copium. Yeah, I, th- I think Mina probably takes it and, and takes the belt for a little bit, and uh, it's my guess. That'd be dope. Um, next match then is the Grudge. It is Queen's Quest team of Tami Hayashita and Azumi. Taking on Woo. the Ueda Thai team of Momotanabe and Starlight Kid. Um, okay, so Azumi loses. She comes back and she loses because they're not building to a, 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 a fucking high speed belt match now because there's a high speed belt match fucking three days later. I think she pins Kid. It's been a while since Kid had a, a pinfall, a big pinfall loss. Like it's like it was what well, last day of the GP to Mayu. I, th- I think you can you can pin Kid here. Oh, you can. She can. She should. But I don't think she will. Why not? Asmi is like the main 
rival of Momo here in this feud. Like, she has to win eventually, uh, you know? I know, I do love that, that Utami has just been shrugging off, kid. It, it's make me, it's made me feel very happy. Um, that she's like, like, she just like pushes her by the face, tosses her out of the ring. Like, I don't give a fuck. Also, uh, I don't know if you guys heard, Mandy Leon apparently posted a video with kids just like full ass face. <laughs> like, <laughs> I think she deleted it, but like that, that's just funny to me. Um, yeah. To be and, fair, but yeah, it's a long video. There's a lot of people in it. If you are trawling yes. through a 40 minute YouTube video for a glimpse of a teenager's face, I I really do feel bad for you. A teenager who who um may I add, literally like posts like 99 percent of her face in half her pictures anyway. Yes. Like she does not. <laughs> yeah. She does not like yeah. pretend to be a you know secret human being. She's very clearly like it's besides point. Um, I think Azumi should win. I think she should come back and go on a fucking tear and beat mm-hmm. the shit out of everybody. Right. Uh, but I don't know if, if they go with that. I think the original plan was probably Momo over, over Utami, uh, probably with shenanigans. I've, it's probably the same thing. Like Momo probably pins Utami uh, with shenanigans, or they just don't even do shenanigans and just beat Azumi. Uh, because, you know, life isn't fair. Fair enough. Um, the next match is the Goddess of Stardom Championship match. It is Fukuoka Double Crazy of Koguma and Hazuki taking on the Donna Del Mondo team of Maika and Himeka. Uh, so in the build... Maikuma. Yes, in the build to this match, uh, Koguma made Maika become a bear. and uh, I don't know was... when that happened. Like, she just she just one day was a bear. Yeah, there was a promo like segment. she got lost. There was a promo where uh, Koguma and Hazuki were like, yeah, you gotta prove to us how crazy you are, and Maika took that. No, I was, I was there for that one. Gonna be a bear, so... I was there for that one, but then like I like I don't know when she actually just became a bear. Uh, it was um, most also he is also a horse now. Yeah, she became a horse recently. Oh, I saw yeah. that. Yeah. Um, also, Hazuki saying um, "Let's get crazy." Um, as much as I love Prince and want to make that reference, I immediately thought of Johnny Curtis saying "Let's get weird," and I just I I can't unthink of that now. So yeah, Hazuki's the Fandango. The Dango. Yes, Hazuki's the Fandango of of stardom. Right. Except way better. And I like Fandango, but let's let's move on. Let's move on. Right. FWC wins. Uh probably a good match. Yeah, no, this is gonna go crazy. Honestly, definitely a good match. Yeah, yeah it's it's gonna be great. Uh Koguma and Hazuki are fantastic, and obviously uh Micah and Anika are very cool. Um but it is the first defense, so uh, I assume Koguma and Hazuki come away with the belts. Um Indeed. Also making her first defense, uh, Sayaka Kamatani defends the Wonder of Stardom Championship against Unagi Sayaka. Forgot this match is happening. Uh, I do believe Unagi is the person to eventually beat Saya, but that is not here, and we will have to wait and see. Thank Christ. Should be a good match though. Their their preview tags have been. Yeah, probably it probably be decent. I haven't watched any of them, so <laughs> it will be all fresh to me. Uh, which I think is the best way to go about this for me personally. Yeah. Um. It should be fine. Yeah, I I think that Unagi could rise to the occasion. I think Saya has enough high spots to uh, carry Unagi to a decent match. Yeah, it will definitely be better than their match at the pay-per-view last year that uh, our buddy Xavier continues to call like the worst match he's ever seen. Damn, that wasn't that bad. Yeah. Damn. He, he he was very uh, that, very down okay. on it. Which oh no, the, that match was bad. Yeah. Because they had like three on pay-per-view last year. They had mm-hmm. one the Cinderella. The Cinderella was fine. Yeah. 
No, they had three. They had one non-tournament one. They had one Cinderella one and one GP one. Oh, yeah. It was the Cinderella one was the only one that was good. Yeah. Wait, no, the GP was fine. The the single one was terrible. Mm-hmm. I do remember what he's talking yes. about. Yes. All right. Uh, so the next match is a number one contenders match for the World of Stardom Championship. Uh, Mayu Iwatani takes on Julia and Tam Nakano. Um, two winners of this match will go on to face Did the World Champions. Did they fix champ. it to where like now the the winner gets uh advantage in terms of, oh, of days or no? Why would you? Of course. Why not. would you have anything make sense in wrestling? Um. That's true. But yeah, so the the two winners here go on to challenge for the belt at the two days at Sumo Hall. Um, I believe, and I have believed since this match was announced, that it was uh, Mayu and Tam winning. Mm-hmm. Um, Is there a but? No, no. I think I think it's still the same. Like I I don't know if Julia loses to Siri just yet. Like, you probably want to do the DDM split first. And then, yeah. I don't even know no. if Julia wants, like, if you even want Julia losing to Siri. Like, Julia might just beat her first time, so. Yeah. I think, okay, then who do you think, what what order do you think they go in? Because, like, in terms of, like, kayfabe, what would make the most sense is uh, Mayu winning over Tam, or winning over someone, and then Tam beating Julia. But they you always want to put the the more loaded match on the second day uh i don't know why they put osprey on the second day of Wrestle kingdom but i digress um so you would think logic would dictate that sherry versus mayu is the bigger match than sherry versus tam and so mayu goes second um i think i'm going with the kayfabe way i think mayu versus uh versus sherry day one and then mm-hmm. sherry versus uh sherry versus tam day two makes yeah. the most sense um it also puts the possibility of um, Mayu uh, winning the belt back just for shits and giggles and then giving us another terrible Tam versus Mayu match. Hell yeah. Because <laughs> I think God might hate me. Um, and that that's I think that, that might happen. Uh, but even if it, I don't think it would actually happen, but I think that would be like a possibility that they would like, you know, taunt a bit that's like oh well if if mayu wins then it's mayu versus tam and you know that's more realistic than tam winning the red belt out of nowhere you know what i mean so i think uh mayu versus shuri day one would make the most sense yeah I, I think that's how they go as well because mainly because you can have tam do some interesting matches on day one like you can it's a lot easier to find a big match for tam on day one than it is mayu you know even if that's Tam wrestling Julia on day one or whatever, um, and then on day two challenging for the belt. Whereas with Mayu, I feel like it's a lot harder to to fill that day one without just putting her in a tag or something. And obviously, you want Mayu in big matches on, you know, uh, first day, yeah. and then having her take the the break on the second one. So, I don't know. Yeah, I get I get what you mean. I think that that's the way they go with it. Yeah, so definitely no chance for Julia, though, sadly. Yeah, I feel like she's just sort of, like, in, like, she's still in her redemption arc, I think, in in a way, that, like, she still isn't fully, uh, I don't want to say she's not ready, because I think she is ready, like, for all intents and purposes, but I think that she's probably, like, feel out more of the year before she gets into that whole thing. Do you think she just wins the GP and wins the belt? 
Is it that simple? I don't think she wants to. I, I don't. I don't think maybe? so. She, maybe, but I feel like she probably wins it before then. Does she not? Like I feel like it's a bit late. Possibly. Like I feel like she probably wins it. Like maybe she wins like the Cinderella and just changes things. Uh, I don't know. And says I want the red belt instead. I don't know if she does the Cinderella again. Maybe. Like possibly, yeah, that would be. I guess time. I don't know. Um, I'm excited for the Cinderella. The Cinderella feels very uh, unpredictable this year. Like the GP feels not predictable, but it's like okay, it's probably not Momo anymore, like I thought mm-hmm. it was. But if Julia's not champion, it's probably Julia. If if like Atami's probably gonna be up there in in the final or whatever, you know, maybe Mayu's like like it's that's very all very predictable. But for all we know, the Cinderella could be won by any of the Golden Generation, Unagi, fucking Tam could win the fucking Cinderella for God's sake. Like it really anything could happen. Cinderella isn't as up in the air for me. I think it's Himeka. Like, I I would be Himeka. Oh, that's... Dude, I don't know how it needed to be up in the air. Then I'm I'm just fucking excited (laughs) for that. Like, I don't need need none to be up in the air if Himeka's gonna win. Let's go. Hell yeah. Um, Alright, so the main event of this show, then, is Suri versus Mirai. Um, Interestingly, uh, this match (laughs) has kind of drawn comparisons to... uh, Rainmaker shock because I believe this is 10 years since the, the Rainmaker shock first it happened. Uh, for any new folks who maybe don't know what that is, that was uh, Kazuchika Okada came back from his excursion, I want to say, and then after yes. a month, he, he came back from excursion, had a terrible match with Yoshiashi, who I love mm-hmm. by the way. Like, this is disrespectful, it was just a yes. bad match. Um, and then he's like, you know what, Tadahashi, I think I could beat you, and then he did, and he won the belt in less than 30 days as a professional uh, New Japan pro wrestler. It was uh, very much a star-making moment. It has People have kind of compared yes. this to it that. Um, I, I don't see it happening. I don't think Mirai takes the belt away here, but uh, like this could be a real star-making dude, performance for her. What if? What if? I mean, that'd be cool. Like, I don't think so either. But, like, that would be fucking absurd. I mean, if they want to make a instant star- and yeah, do it. Just do it. But uh, I think they're pretty settled now with with who they have up at the top. Yeah, they've done they've done way dumber things uh, with the red belt before. To be fair, yes. so like but, you know like I mean shit. I, I obviously think that Sherry wins, but Rainmaker Shock does does got people thinking. It has. Uh, um, you know, saying that though, I think this will be a big star making performance anyway for Mirai. Like uh, even if she doesn't win. That I think she can, with a great performance, she can establish herself as a real player in stardom. Because they've done a lot for her this month already. Like, having her destroy Cosmic Angels for, like, two tag matches in a row really helped make her look really good. And uh, a great performance here against Yuri would, would only further that. Yeah. Um, and I also think a bad performance could also be very detrimental to her. Uh, so let's hope that doesn't happen. Um, very true. Because a, ba- a bad, big, you know, main event match against Shuri is kind of hard to come by. Uh, unless it's, like, way too mm-hmm. long. But even so, uh, she's, like, one for... She's, like, two... Not... she's has a good record with that yeah. as well. I think the only bad, long match she's had was against Julia. Like, even her long match against Mayu, I thought, was quite good. Um, you know, so it's, it's, it's very hard to get, like, an actively unenjoyable match from Shuri in this sort of setting. So that could be an issue uh, if she does, you know, 
stink stink the <laughs> stink the room up. But I don't think she will. I think she'll she'll do some good stuff. I hope she does. All right. Because Mariah's pretty cool. I agree. Okay, that's us. Uh, that's the Nagoya show done. Uh, the second show to preview is uh, the aforementioned Cork and Hall show. Uh, this is on the first of February, which is next Tuesday, I believe. Yes, next Tuesday. Tuesday. <laughs> Tuesday. Yes. Um, the opener. Okay, the bro. opener of that show is Hanan versus Wakasgama versus Fukigen Death. Um, sure. <laughs> Hanan should win. Probably. <sighs> Fukigen might win, though. You never yeah. know. I mean, I wouldn't yeah. be surprised, but I feel like Hanan's been getting wins over Fukigen. Or Goki. That is Fukigen. true. She, Fukigen, she did yeah. beat her in the, just before her title win. So. Yep. So I think she could... Imagine... Okay. Uh, this is this is a very random thought, and I know that we're trying to keep things shorter than usual, but imagine if Fuki again was like, technically, I debuted like six months ago when I became evil. So uh, I want your future belt. That would be the funniest shit. Like, just like, just for no reason. Just being like, I mean, I'm ageless. I, I was I was born last year, in fact. So uh, give me the fucking belt. Like, I think that would be great. I agree. Like, it would also just pad things out, and I think Hanan could beat, you know, Fukigen, and that would just be a funny bit. Uh, so they should they do should. that. Um, and if they do do that, I want my royalties because I'm the first person to come. Up okay. Um, so the next match on the show then is Mina Shirakawa versus Saki Kashima. Uh, so that could go either way. Yeah. I mean, by our logic, Mina's going to be a champion by then. So I think Mina Probably. takes away. Yeah. Um. Next match then is Siri, Himeka, and Micah versus Roka, Rina, and Momo Watanabe. Uh, we all know who's winning there. <laughs> Jesus, that's. Wait, you say Rina? Ah, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Rina, Roka, yeah. and Momo. Oh, boy. They're going to get slaughtered. You know, Momo has just, like, like she's she's a child again, which is funny. Like, like, cause I'm just like seeing her hang out with like with the kids of Oedotai, and I'm just like, she fits in so well mm-hmm. with them. That's so funny to me. Like, even like she's not like she's like what like 22 and kids 20, so it's not like she's even like that much older. But like, it's just so funny of a contrast that like Azumi is like my age and acts so much older. So it, like Queen's Quest felt like an old, like older, but not like old. Like you, you mm-hmm. get what I mean. And now Momo. It's just like, it feels like she's hanging out with literal children, even though she's hanging out with the same aged people as she did. Like, it's just funny to me. I'm sorry. Uh, just enough. a thought. Um, I drank too much Monster. <laughs> okay. Um, the match after that, then, is uh, the stars team of Mai Iwitani, Koguma, Kazuki, and Momo Kogo versus the Queen's Quest team of Azumi, Utami Hayashishta, Saika Matani, and Lady C. Um, this might be like, wait, this is in yeah. Korokin, right? This, like, that sounds fucking great. I'm going to be honest. It's going to be very good. <laughs> like, that sounds really fucking good. Yeah, Azumi and Hazuki. Oh, man. Azumi and Hazuki? Oh, my Dude. God. It's going to be great. Has that even happened yet? Like, I, no, it's happened mm. once or twice, but, like, that, like, oh, man. Fucking just Lady C versus versus uh, Coco. Oh, yeah. Just the, the battle of the long <laughs> limbs. Like, that's going to be very much so. That's going to be very good. I'm very uh, excited for that one. Uh, the next match on the show yeah. is the Don and Del Mondo team of Julia, Mirai, and Tekla versus the Cosmic Angels team of Tam Nakano, Unagi Saka, and Mai Sakurai. Um, medium, 
I wonder where my Sakurai I don't goes. Know. She could go to DDM. Julia <laughs> Julia's been kind of putting the feelers out there and I wouldn't be surprised. If if she goes to DDM if she goes to DDM then oh, they're yeah. splitting. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Like She's gonna be the pin ear of uh, Julia's subunit, definitely. Yeah. Which sucks. Yeah. Yeah, it does. Uh, so we should not do that. <laughs> yeah, uh, no, that'd be bad. Uh, the match should be cool anyway. DDM and Kozun should deliver. I think, I think Stars versus uh, Queen's Quest should probably go main. Like I know that they're like building up DDM really hard right now. No, I think that there's a normal the, main. The seven main should go main. Did you forget oh, already? There is? Oh, okay. <laughs> oh yeah, it's the high speed, yeah. high speed, high speed, high speed. Kate K- yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, Natsboy. Um, this is like their fourth match in yes. the past year. Um. I don't mind it though. They're like great together. They're milking it, but it's good. Yeah. I mean, kid yeah. is winning. Like, there's... I hope this one goes faster. Yes, because I feel like that's the one critique I have of their of their mm-hmm. high speed matches is that it it goes fast for like a minute and a half, and then after that, it's just a match. Uh, so maybe just like you know, speed the main things event, up a tiny though, bit. I doubt it. Uh, I don't think they would. Well, no, I, I don't. I don't even think it needs to be like a short match. I just think that like just you know go at a more steady pace instead of, like, slowing things down. You know, I, I, I thought about it, and, like, Oedotai has so many high-speed wrestlers, yet they wrestle so slow in mm-hmm. tag matches. I don't understand it. Like, they literally have three high-speed wrestlers, which is more than any other group, and they just, they, they like, I'm going to slow it down. I'm, I'm, I'm in my Triple H era, you know, I'm going to get the headlock. Like, it's like, bro, just... Go a little bit faster, but uh, that's why I hope out of this match is that they go a little bit faster. That is fair. Okay. Thank you. Um, and yeah, that's that show. Um, I imagine Kid beats Poi, and that sets up the uh, Young OED and DDM match. That just kind of makes a lot of sense. Yes. Um, and yeah, that'll be that. Uh, a lot of interesting stuff happening in Stardom this weekend. Um, we will be back next week, hopefully on the normal day, to uh, to talk about it. But uh, for now. Same bad time, same Indeed. bad chat. Uh, we're done in uh, a fairly, you know, fairly tight time. Very good, very good stuff. And and you thought I couldn't? You thought I couldn't do it in Dude, an hour listen. and a half? You were talking about how Scott's so so much cooler because he could keep his things concise and not go for two and a half hours. Like, come on, man. This is you were late today, by the way. I want everybody to know that you were late. I was early. Listen, all right. I had to. I had to do Just saying. I'm sorry. Well, that's that's a shame. If only you you had no life like I did to be more committed. I wish. No. I say yeah. after missing a week, <laughs> like. Yeah, imagine like what what happens when I miss a week. That'd be so strange. Oh no, that it, there's no episode for the week. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what you're talking. About. There's no chance of you to edit it that quick. I I could edit it that quick. You know, in fact, I I could edit it uh, and make the music like fade in uh unlike you which is the most annoying thing i don't know why you don't just let it fade in like it like it like so that it, to fade it sounds just let the music fade in fade it There's in perfect... alex because it sounds better it's a perfect moment the glass breaks and then we start it's like stone cold but without the the domestic abuse jesus christ <laughs> end it end it end it Ijo, we're done we're done over <laughs>
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.